0: Hello, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to today's episode of Week Mind Candy. We hope that you come today intrigued and open-minded, ready to decide how the world we talk about today fits into your life. My name is Stacey Johnston, honored to be here with you, and equally as honored, as always, to sit alongside my co-host, Cassie Holland. Cassie, how are you today?
1: I am doing great. I am currently bottle feeding a five-day-old baby goat. We're doing great. <laughs> yeah, there we go. And life goes on and It finds a way.
0: It fascinates me all the things that come into your play with children and homeschooling this new goat herd that you have going on, and, and still you find time to do this. So when you look at the life that you live, cast, and the conversations that we get to have and the, the thing, these conversations that we get to have that open up this, what does that add to your day? What does that add to your homeschooling, to your life, to your in you know, general?
1: It, I mean, it definitely helps my communication, right, because just like anybody else, sometimes I can misinterpret or misunderstand or think somebody's talking about, you know, something some way and really they're talking about it another way. So really this just helps me open up my communication horizons, I guess you could say.
0: Hmm. I like that. But I think communication is, I love it that you bring that out, that it helps your communication. I think for me it gives me hope. Right? It gives me hope that we're going to find our way back to a place where we can talk again and we can communicate again. I was telling my husband the other day, it's one of the things I think that I miss in the world right now is human communication, human interaction. You know, Everything is punch one. You're talking to a person or, or someone it's just so, it feels so disconnected in so many ways. And uh, these conversations make me, give me that sense of reconnection with people. Like, there are beautiful conversations to be had and wisdom to be shared. Um, so, yeah, I think it's about hope for me. Yeah, I really love it. So, let's get this conversation on the road today. We have a, a returning guest with us, Ms. Claudine Mossberg. She was kind enough to join us on our Unkempt Heroes episode has decided and agreed to come back and visit with us again. So, ladies and gentlemen, Ms. Claudine Mossberg, how are you today?
2: I am doing wonderful. I'm very excited to be here with you guys again and have another great conversation.
0: Cool. Let me ask you the same question. When you had the opportunity to come and do this second podcast with us in this different room, what intrigued you about coming back for this one?
2: I really just loved the way both of you kind of allowed the conversation to go a little um, into the direction it needed to. It's just We had a really good conversation, and I enjoy talking with you guys. So I was all up for doing a mystery
1: <laughs> podcast with you guys.
0: <laughs> uh, cool. Well, thank you for coming back and for trusting us. I'm glad you've enjoyed your time with us. Equally as enjoyable in this end. So today we're going to talk about the word freedom. When you hear the word, word. Freedom, when, freedom, what does that mean to you? What is, what's your first thought on that word?
2: Freedom, you know, um, freedom always makes me feel like the feeling is kind of like relaxed and um, openness, right? Um, kind of having an open open slate to make your own decisions. I like that. And not having, oh. not having any roadblocks, you know, it like puts all the roadblocks down if you want more of like a visual, as I'm thinking of that word, uh, is that. You know, that it's, there's certain things that are
0: not holding you back. Mm. I like it. I like like that definition. Cassie, how about you when you hear the word freedom? What does that mean to you?
1: I think one of the first things that comes to mind is choice. Mm -hmm. Because we have, you have the freedom to choose, right? You have the power to choose and the freedom to do so whether you want to deal with the repercussions of that decision or not, you still have the ability to choose, right? So freedom to me is the ability to make my own decisions no matter what, right? And it's it goes the same for my kids, right? They have the freedom to choose because everybody has feelings and emotions and certain ways that they look at situations, right? So giving people the freedom to choose and allowing yourself the freedom to choose, I think that's what it that's the first thing that comes to mind is choice.
0: Okay. I like that too. Really that and I, I kind of feel the same way that both of you do sort of put together. I think freedom if you take it inside, and that's what I try to do as, as opposed to looking at the words from an, an an outward social perspective, my challenge so many times is to take that word inside. What is what does freedom mean for me on the inside? Right, because words can be anything out here, but what are they when they're in here? And so, to me, freedom from that perspective, from the inside of me, out, freedom is, um, like you said, Kathy, the the free will, the the ability and the freedom to choose recognizing that I'm not free from the consequences of that decision, good or bad. Um, freedom to me is my, my ability to, to connect with my power power, my Jesus, God for me, right? And there's no boundary in that. That relationship to me from the inside freedom means I can, I can build that and have that relationship to my own needs right, if that makes any sense. When you take freedom and put it on the outside, I think freedom is a very, um, it's a double-edged sword word in society. And so when, when you're, I think when you're talking about freedom, it's very important to recognize where somebody's coming from with that word, like you said, Kathy, where it's their understanding of freedom when you enter into that conversation. Claudine, where does any of that take you?
2: I really like the way you're kind of De- deciphering the inside and the outside aspects of this because i do think freedom brings a lot to mind in the sense of what the freedom is for yourself and what freedom means overall right like cuz what freedom looks like for me can look very different for somebody else and i like how you we were talking about how with children right and giving them that freedom of choice and you know i do homeschool my kids too and they have the choice of how they want to direct their learning right and um, everybody's freedom and what their definition of that is going to look differently. So I really like that you're kind of talking about that from the inside and from the outside, because I think that's important. That's a really important thing to, to understand in talking about freedom, because what gives me a sense of freedom may not be what gives somebody else the sense of freedom. And allowing those two things to exist to me, is a deeper definition of freedom and what it really means, because freedom is not the same for everybody.
0: Amen. Totally agree with that, Cassie. How about you?
1: I think that that's one of the reasons I chose to homeschool to begin with, because it gave me mm-hmm. the freedom to choose what they were taught, how they were taught, right? But the older they get, they have they have choices, right? They Yes. Yeah. One word, I ask them all the time, what do you want to learn about this week? What do you want to learn about today? And 9.9 times out of 10, they immediately have an answer, right? One of them yeah. is like, I want to learn about space. Or, I want to learn about <laughs> Sugar gliders, you know, just whatever it is, but they have the ability to voice that opinion and the freedom to feel like that they have part of some input in that Yes, Ooh. yeah,
2: and I like how you're also defining the way their the freedom switches and shifts in in this specific topic, right in that in the beginning, it was for you to make that choice for them to give them that ability have more flexibility and then it does switch as they get older for them to have more of that direction and choice on their own i love Mm -hmm. the fact that kids will just tell you what they want to learn even if you don't ask them right uh they'll just ask questions I, i get that all the time um you know recently my son saw a shape on my shirt and it looked like a pineapple and he was just fascinated that this looks like a pineapple, and he's like, "But how do pineapples grow?" And it just turned into this whole conversation about how pineapples grew, and we looked it up and we researched it together and looked at pictures. And it's just amazing how like that's where the learning came from was the curiosity and the freedom to actually be like, "I want to learn about this right now."
1: Yeah, and that's where it is, right? The choice, the ability to yes. go, "Well, let's let's figure it out." Absolutely, I'm like yeah. a present. <clears throat>
0: I love hearing that, by the way. As, as someone who has raised my children and now I'm getting to watch my grandchildren grow up, hearing those conversations from parents that got young kids right now coming up in this crazy world that we've created, it gives me so much hope, right, mm-hmm. that, that these kids are being raised to, to, to battle what's next, right? God doesn't make mistakes. And he designed them exactly for right now. And it's so neat to see, to see them become. I'm fascinated by it. So it gives me a lot of hope. Thank you all for being great parents, by the way. Thank you both for being great parents. Sure. So let Can me ask you out. about another aspect of freedom. <clears throat> Let's take freedom on the inside for a minute. For me, freedom is an aspect of grace. And self-grace is the hardest that there is. So when you take freedom inside like that and you and you give yourself grace, you allow grace to other people. For me, that's a freedom in my soul, right? That's baggage I no longer have to carry. That's anger I don't carry. That's resentment I don't carry. That's hurt I don't carry, right? That's the final step in forgiveness. There's forgiveness and then there's grace. Forgiveness is I forgive you. Grace is what problem, right? And so... For me, freedom is grace. It's a feeling in my soul a baggage I no longer hold. How about you, Claudia? Where does that take you?
2: Um, is freedom inside. You're you're asking. Yeah, um,
0: just in general. We look through a different aspect.
2: Yeah, I was, and I was just thinking about how you said, you know, it brings you grace and like for self-grace, and I think what I started thinking about is how it's often really hard for, you know, me as a, I am a mom of three, and it's really hard in motherhood to give yourself freedom because we're so focused on our children and our families and all of that, so I would just love to bring some attention to that aspect of freedom being inside in that you know, like you said, give grace, but also like give yourself the freedom of choice in what's best for you. And I think that's something Mm -hmm. that's talked about a lot in motherhood and that a lot of moms struggle with, uh, not just new moms. I mean, you know, there's times I struggle with it, you know, 12, almost 13 years into it now, uh, where I have to remind myself in saying that I need to also remind myself that I have the freedom for my choice too. I can't get lost in the choices that i've given my children and my family and remember that i'm part of that puzzle too and i so i kind of want to talk about that in the sense of for me internally it's like to remember myself and to remember that i also have that freedom of choice of what i want to do or what i need um and how you were saying self-grace well like giving yourself the ability to feel good about giving yourself that freedom and giving yourself that ability to say, hey, you know what, what's best for me right now is to have the freedom of rest. (laughs) And that's something I've been practicing over the last year or so, like really remembering that that's important for me. And I've lost that connection to that, hey, I have that choice too, and I get to have rest too. So I know I might be sidetracked a little bit, but I think for us moms, having that freedom of choice can sometimes be really hard to remember that we're included in that choice. And whatever that looks like for you, that we have to give ourselves permission. And I like to really remind moms that. And like, it's okay, you have that same freedom too. What's good for your kids can be good for you too. And it might look differently, but let's, let's also treat ourselves kindly. And I love the way you said it's an act of grace and self-grace can be challenging at times but it's so important and I agree and you know we're we're making sure our children are getting all the rest they need and all the activities they need but are we making sure we're getting the rest we need and doing the activities we need so that's kind of where
0: I went when you started talking beautiful point I mean when you look at your calendar how many times are you actually on it
2: yeah now quite frequently because I've made that choice
0: Good good for you How about you in respect to what she was talking about, about the the self-grace of a mom?
1: I think you have to get to the place where you don't see it so much as feeling bad for making that choice, right? Because society would have you think that, you know, if you need a break from your kids, then you're a bad mom,
2: mm-hmm. right? There's
1: there's no reason that you should need a break from those children that you chose to have, right? And that they're not, which is ridiculous to me because overstimulation is so real, it's crazy, right? Yeah. But, you know, once you get to the place where you can say, right, I I need a minute and I don't feel bad about it, I just need a minute. Mm-hmm. Then I think it's easier to step into that freedom without feeling guilty about it. But I think you have to get to that place first.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I so I
2: completely agree with that. Sorry. Yeah, so I'm long, I...
0: Go ahead, please. Go ahead.
2: No, I just, I, I really want to, just validate that in that it is true that we feel that guilt because of what society has shown us that we need to do it all (laughs) you know we the moms who work need to do it all and the moms who don't work need to do it all and it's like we have that pressure on us to get everything done and that taking a break will not allow us to do that and This guilt, I I very much like to talk about this a lot in that we just need to realize that it's not something we have to accept and we get to choose what's best for us and our family. And I would love to see this trend of the mom guilt and the pressures from society, like you say, that we have to be there for our kids and we can't take that break that we need to be broken so that our children don't experience that as they grow and they may become parents. I would
1: really love to see that
2: cycle broken.
1: Yeah, definitely. Because right, if we can show them that it's okay to mm-hmm. put yourself first sometimes, then it it will be easier for them. I think. Absolutely,
2: they learn right. so much from what they see and what we do. More so yeah, than when they we get
1: can. mad, <laughs> they're like, "I yeah. want to go," and I'm like you will understand one day. Yes. (laughs) But I'm still going (laughs) by. Yep.
2: And then the experience that you left and came back and everybody was fine. Yeah, I'm like, oh, we all survived. (laughs) Check that out. Yes. Mm -hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. Y'all both kind of just answered my next question. I was really going to ask you, how do you model freedom Without, let me back up. There has to be, I mean, there are, there are boundaries around everything, right? There are, there are limits to everything that there is. So how do you teach and coach freedom, right? Because we're, what we're not free to do is hurt other people, right? Mm-hmm. We're not free to, to cause harm to other people, to injure to them mind, body, and soul. That's, we're not free to do that. I mean, I guess you are, but don't. You know what I mean? So how do you coach freedom to your children, and how do you model freedom to your clients and the people you in that positive respect recognizing that boundary?
2: I I think that it's first important to realize that when you make a choice, there is a result. And sometimes that result might not be what you were hoping for. But like you were saying, like we're not free to hurt others and such like that. But I think it's also important for us to kind of like show that balance and think through those decisions. And I do a lot of talking through decisions with my kids, and that's kind of how I I'm modeling that to them. Not only by saying, um, you know, hey, mommy needs to go do this, but this is something only I have to do, and you know, you guys are gonna you're gonna do this. It's, it's talking through it and explaining it to them so that they can understand why I'm making that choice and how it's going to impact me, um, and then we talk about how it's impacting them. Because the way we might make a choice where you know, mommy has to go and I have to go teach a class, and you know, but I really want to come with you and I want to go, and like it's just not the right time for them to come. It's just not going to work. Sometimes it does, sometimes it doesn't. But talking through it and allowing them to understand the reasoning behind my choice will allow them to learn the process of making their own choices. And knowing that I am also taking into account not only myself, and also thinking about how this will impact them, and saying, I understand you want to come, but I think your time would be better spent in this way, and then you have a choice to figure out how you want to spend this time, because if you come with me, you have to spend the time way and what I'm doing. Right, and really showing them the impact of the choice and what that's going to bring, and absolutely the boundaries. It, explaining them, I think, is so important. Uh, not just saying, "Hey, you know," giving a solid no, but really giving the context and some of the thought process. And of course, this looks different to my four-year-old than to my almost thirteen-year-old. Right, these conversations look differently according to the age. But I think if we explain things to them while we're thinking through it, it really does help them understand that critical thinking and that um, you know, thinking ahead as to how your choice is going to impact those around you. Not just so in like you're, you were saying, like in, you know, we're not here to hurt other people, of course, But also in, okay, if you choose to do this one thing with a group of 10 people, but only two of you can do it, how is that going to make the whole group feel if we're actually present with a group? So if this is a group activity, but only two of you can do this, how is that going to feel for the other eight people? And having those conversations about your choice, your freedom to make that choice, and how it might impact others will allow them to say, hey, you're right. I really want to do this project, just the two of us, but now isn't the right time. I can do it another time when we get together, but right now I'm going to spend the time with our group. Does that kind of make sense? I might have gone That's a complete it. circle there. But yeah, it's
0: okay. I, it's, I, perfect. I, <laughs> it's
2: great. Because I've seen that in my kids and how they learn through that process. And they really appreciate me kind of explaining it and then helping them as they got older, walking through it, say, Okay, this is what you want to do. How's that going to impact your four year old brother? if we do that right now. And part of it was hard for me because I do have a, an age gap. He's four and the other two are 10 and almost 13. And we're kind of in that zone right now where it's a, their needs are very different. <laughs> and we have a lot of these conversations of, I would love to let you do that right now, but I have to make dinner and I you know, need help in the house or I need you know your brother to be have help with something. But I'm talking about the, com- the the decision that I'm making so they don't feel like I'm like, hey, you just need to sit down and be with your brother now. You can't do what you want to do. It's more like we're a family, we're a team. We need to make dinner happen right now. How are we all going to participate in this process?
0: Great perspective. I love it. It makes perfect sense. Kathy, how about you? How does that resonate with you?
1: I totally agree. You know, being... I also have three kids, and mine are two years apart, right? So they're eight, six, and four. But, again, their needs are also very different, right? My oldest is a boy. My youngest is a girl. And I spend a lot of time going, yes, we can do this, but we have to do A, B, and C first, right? Right? And mm-hmm. I, I understand that you're upset. I understand that you are not happy with the situation, but I need you to understand what the end game is in this. Right. So it's it's um, freedom of lesson, I guess. Right. Mm-hmm. Because there's right, and you can turn anything into anything like that into uh, an example or a lesson, right? One of the things that I try to make sure that I'm very open with about my kids is that even grown-ups make mistakes, right? Yes. Grown-ups fail to but my goal is to fail forward, right? So if something happens, we're like, okay, this happened, it didn't work out, how can we fix it or do we need to go about a different way? Do we need to right, readjust what's going on? Right. So I'm always very open with that because it shows them that having that ability also comes with responsibility, right? You have the responsibility mm-hmm. for the decisions that you make and for the people that it impacts and for the mm-hmm. aftermath that that decision causes. Right. So whether, I mean, whether it's good or bad, there is a ripple effect, right? So them being, me being open and present in the situation, being like, look, this is what happened, this is what we're going to do next. How about you guys help me out, right? I would really love it if you guys could throw me some ideas, right? Including them in that Mm -hmm. I think is very helpful because it shows them that, yeah, right, nobody's perfect. Mm Mm-hmm. I like love how you're talking about.
2: Yeah, I was going to say I love what you're saying about adults make mistakes. And I think that's so important for children to see because it can often come across like we're expecting them, you know, we're constantly having to help them learn and grow. And if there's a fine line in making sure that they are not feeling like they're always wrong, you know, and, and feeling shame and all of that. And letting them realize that um, we're all learning. That's something that we say a lot in my house, is that we're all learning all the time. You know, I'm uh, very happy to say I'm 45 and I'm still learning. And I think it's a beautiful thing to show your children that you don't just stop learning at a certain age. And part of learning is making mistakes and having that freedom to make the choices you're going to make to then figure out, you know, what the next step is you know, for your learning or what you're going to do. Like, we have that choice. I don't understand this. Well, you can choose to understand it more. And it allows them to then see, and especially with, like, the different ages, you know, they're all learning at different levels. They're different cognitive developmental levels. And I found it much better to talk to them about not, like, oh, you're four and you're ten, so he can't this and you can't that, because then it just identifies them to a number. Mm -hmm. And... I like to say we are all learning and you know it's important to understand that he's just learning something different right now and you're learning something different right now and then I love how it turns into well that's not fair (laughs) and we have a lot of conversation about what does fair mean and there's this great story I heard once and I forget where where it came from I wish I would remember so because I would love to give it credit but it's not my own story. But it's the fair story of the, there's a group of kids, there's 30 kids, and one of the kids falls and scrapes their knee. And now they need a Band-Aid. So the adult goes and they get all the Band-Aids and gives all the kids a Band-Aid. And they're like, well, why do we all have a Band-Aid? Well, because that's fair. Everybody needs a Band-Aid. One person can't get the Band-Aid. Everybody needs a Band-Aid. And they're like, but only the one person fell and needs the Band-Aid. I'm like, Exactly. And this has helped my kids understand, like, just because one person gets something doesn't mean everybody gets something. It really needs to be according to, like, what their needs are. And everybody's learning something different at different times. And sometimes mommy even forgets, you know, how to keep her emotions in check, you know, or I'm human too. But it's also teaching them the act of saying you're sorry and owning what you do and, I have that choice. I have that freedom, right, to tell my kids, hey, I was out of line. I'm really sorry. I should not have said that. I was feeling pressure. I'm going to just, you know, I don't deserve to be spoken to that way. And let's just restart. And that just shows them that they also have the right to have that boundary of not being spoken to that way. And I know I just went a long way from adults making mistakes, but <laughs> that just sparked all of that for me because, like, these things happen all the time, and I just, um, I just love watching how it can really impact the kids
0: so much. That's what I love. That's what I love about these conversations, just where they go, you know, and what comes out and what people really feel about them. It's, it's so beautiful to see. I love the conversations that we have, they always go in the neatest places. So, that's what's, <laughs> that's what's fun about it for me. And I'm going to give both of you a little bit of hope for later in your life, okay? As a, as a mom who has grown children, and I get to watch my grandchildren grow up, there is an enormous amount of freedom for you the moment you realize you did okay. And your kids are going to be okay. amazing grown up human beings. Okay? So know that day's coming and own that freedom when it comes. It's beautiful to see. I know that I could keep having this conversation all day. I've had such a great time. Such a great time. But with respect to you, Claudine, and with respect to our audience, We are going to have to find that place to wind down. I'm going to start by saying thank you very much. um, For just engaging in the freedom we have to have these conversations today. For your transparency, for your wisdom, um, and for your, yeah, your courage and your willingness to just come on and talk about a crazy unknown subject. This is a beautiful conversation. Kathy, how would you like to leave our audience today with freedom?
1: Um, Per usual with a challenge, right? My This whole time we've been talking about freedom, right? You have the freedom to choose. You have the freedom to set that boundary. You have the freedom to make those decisions. So my challenge for our audience is if there is a situation that is requiring a boundary or a response or a, I might be preaching to the choir here, but take a step, set that boundary, right? You'll thank yourself in the end.
0: Beautiful. Thank you, Cassie. For all that you contribute every time. Claudine, we would be honored if you'd take a stage for us and close out our show. How would you like to leave the audience today with freedom?
2: I'm sorry. I couldn't hear you.
0: Oh, I'm sorry. I said we're going to let you close out our show. How would you like to leave our audience today with freedom?
2: Oh, thank you so much. (laughs) I'm sorry. I just couldn't hear. Um, Thank you guys so much for having me. This was just such a wonderful conversation, and I could see why you love doing them and coming to this not really knowing what to expect. It was really fun. And I really would just like to leave the audience with, um, you know what, I come from a background of helping people get outdoors, and I think that is an amazing freedom that we all can do and take that time. So I would like to leave everyone with remembering that having the freedom of the choice to get outdoors is important. And having that boundary to make sure that you get that time for yourself is also important. And the last thing I would like to say is I would really like to also think about not only our own freedom, but how we can help impact the freedom of others. Because I do want to bring the attention to not everybody has the same ability to have the choices, and I would really love to see that change and make sure that freedom is available to everybody. And uh, I just kind of want to leave that note And saying that not everybody has the same choices, and I would love to see that change one day. So thinking about others and their freedoms.